This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We've had a PZ pitching change every inning for BYU. All the pitching changes today, and there may be eight or nine of them. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. BYU's fourth pitcher of the day is the right-handed thrower, McCade Johnson. Cougars have gone Jack Sterner, Aiden Callahan, Cy Nielsen, and now McCade Johnson. One pitcher per inning on this staff day, and both teams taking similar approaches with their pitching plans on the day. It is BYU 2 and Dixie State no score. Cougs opening on top. We are into the top of the fourth inning now. And center fielder Lane Pritchard hits for the Trailblazers. Yeah, the advantage is, is pitcher in these staff days because hey, you're, you're going in, you know you're facing, you got one inning. And so, hey, blow it out and give me your best inning, everything you have for that one inning. And then as a, as a, as a hitter, you might only get to face him one time. And so... If you don't see him, well, you don't have a chance to face him again. So so two pitches delivered from McCade, and one and one is the outcome with Pritchard awaiting pitch number three in the at-bat. It's inside on the hands, a chopper to McCade. McCade's going to underhand scoop to Freddie Atchikar. Steps out of the way of the advancing Pritchard, and one gone here in the top of the fourth inning. Yeah, and getting the leadoff hitter is a big deal for McCade. He's, he struggled with a little bit of control issues his last appearances. So get that first one. We need to get him right here going into the weekend facing a really good Gonzaga team. Pitcher's been involved with uh, three ground-out retirements so far for BYU. Pitcher's fielding the position well. A couple of 1-3s and a 1-4 at first for BYU so far. And a half square. Strike one is called. Yeah, it would be really nice to see McKay get the first two and just kind of settle in and... He's had, he's had adventurous appearances of yes, late. Yes, he has. And he was nursing a little bit of an ankle. He had he took a line drive off his ankle when we played Utah at Utah for that three-game series. It ended up being only two at the time because of weather. And he just wasn't right there for a little bit after that. But uh, healthy and ready to go. And High ball one. That's strike two. You know, McCade in his first eight appearances this year only had one walk. Yeah. And now he's, he's walked at least one batter in each of his last four appearances. So just getting through a clean inning would be a thing for be, McCabe, right? It would right? be some confidence because he's, I mean, that was 95 miles an hour on the inner half. He's caught elite stuff. Caden Hollow gives it a rip but foul down the third baseline. So the one and two will stay one, two, with one gone here in the top of the fourth. BYU leading Dixie State by a score of two to nothing. Cougs with two in the bottom of the third on a two-run home run from Mitch McIntyre. Shot to right is the first dinger of the year for Mitch. Uh, so happy for Mitch. Dixie's being outscored so far, 125 to 56 in the first three innings of this year. So they're really not giving themselves much of a chance in so many games. The record's 11 and 22 coming in, and they just get down early and tend to stay down. They've had some teams with some big games against them, double-digit run games aplenty against the Trailblazers. The two and two, and that's lifted to left center. McIntyre is going to let Hayden Latham handle it. Yeah, tough sun this time of day out there. It gets tougher as the night goes on. Around 6 o'clock, that sun is the worst that we see. But uh, thought the sun there was able to catch that. Proud number two. Fly out to left from Caden Hollow to bring up Tanner Harper. Number 17, the first baseman for Dixie State. Struck out swinging in the second. And BYU pitcher still sitting at uh, five strikeouts. With 14 batters faced. First pitch is fouled back over the canopy. 
Behind home plate. Come on, guys. you got to make a play. You're at a baseball game. Be ready for it. <laughs> Shy of the canopy. That's led, yep. When I'm on the radio with Shep, that's like his favorite part of the game is with an opportunity to catch a foul ball. He did catch one at Oregon State. This year? This year, yeah. A one-hopper that uh, bounced up into the, oh. our outdoor booth. Does it does it go down on the grade at all because it was off a hop? Or? Well, that's the only way he could catch it. <laughs> that's a bloop single to center. And the first hit of the day for Dixie State comes off the bat of Tanner Harper. Yeah, slider right there. He just did a good job of just going right back up the middle. So a two-out single for Harper. And the Trailblazers have their first hit of the day. Brings up the second baseman, Tanner Argyle. A 1-3 ground out in the second for Argyle as the Trailblazers put a runner on with two gone. Empty count, runner on first. McKay Johnson delivers outside for ball one. Tanner Harper's yet to attempt a steal on the year. Takes his lead with Freddie Achikar holding it first. Right-handed hitter, Argyle. Facing the righty thrower, McKay Johnson. That's outside edge for strike one. So McKay got the first two on a 1-3 ground out and a fly out to left. Third hitter reaches on a loop to center. And now it's the fourth hitter of the inning, Tanner Argyle. 0 for 1 on the day. BYU the 2-0 lead. That's chopped foul. Rolls slowly to the BYU dugout. BYU in the Royal Jersey's white pants. All gray day for Dixie. Trying to get some good mojo with the Royal. We haven't had it so far this year. Saturdays hasn't been a good day for us at home yet this year. That's when we usually yep, wear usually, the Royal. Yeah. It surprised me when you told me yeah, today yeah. that you were going to go Royal tonight. That's a chopper. High chopper. McCade handles. Fires to first. Good and job. The Cougars are out of the inning. We are through three and a half. And that's a 1-3 ground out. Another 1-3 for BYU. So on the top of the fourth, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. One runner's left on through three and a half. It is BYU 2, Dixie State 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Miller Park at Provo, Utah, Greg Rubel and Tuckett Slade with you. BYU 2, Dixie State no score. New pitcher for the Trailblazers, the right-hander, number 44, Zach Hansen. Hansen will face Cooper Vest to lead off. The Cougars bottom of the fourth. I beg your pardon, Hayden Latham leading off here in the bottom of the fourth. Vest was the last retired for BYU in the third. Latham starts the fourth. The righty hitter, Latham. That's a slow roller to second. And the fire to first, one gone. Argyle to Harper, and one is out here in the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, just a little out in front of that, got it off the end. Had a little bit of English towards second. I thought maybe it might give a issue for the second baseman to field that, but he was able to field it cleanly. BYU's first baseman, Freddie Achikar, will step in. Two-out double for Freddie and stranded in the second. Cougars scored their two runs in the third. Achikar hitting a lefty. And fouls that out of play down the third baseline. BYU and Dixie State for the second and final time this season. BYU coach Mike Littlewood was the head coach at Dixie from 1996 through 2012. First as a JUCO and then a Division II institution as Freddie swings for strike two. Foul tip. Got himself a national championship when they were a junior college. In 2004. They then began NCAA play in 2006-07. 
out of the Division II ranks, and that's where they were until this season. First year as a full-fledged Division I program, and Freddie lifts that foul well, down his, the third baseline near the BYU dugout. His last year at, the, at Dixie before he came here, they were in the, the, the regionals, Division II regionals in the championship game, just had to win one of two games to go to the World Series, and they weren't able to do it. Uh, and then he got this job. So, And the next year, Chris Fatenhauer yep. came in, and he yep. got them to the next five yep. uh, Division II tournaments. Yeah, a little history behind that. Coach Pratt actually got offered the job first. He could have had that he had he wanted had to stay job. There, yeah. He says, you know what, I want to go to BYU with Coach. And Freddie again fouls another one down the third baseline. Count stays one and two. You know, uh, you know, Trent wanted to stay in the D1 ranks, and he yeah. did. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it was a matter of time when Dixie turned itself into a D1 program. So, you know, kudos to it's, what they have going on so down there. it's so good for our state in baseball that they're now Division One. It just gives you another team to play. More kids in the area have a chance to play Division One baseball. One, two, high and outside for ball two. And two and two with one gone here in the bottom of the fourth. Freddie Achikar in. It's really important to have them, you know, in Division One now because it, for us, on scheduling alone is, is, is crucial. But uh, just more kids in this area getting a chance to play. The kick and fire, and that's fouled directly back to the screen. Stays two and two. So a longish at bat for Freddie here. That's a good battle. This is what you just want to be a tough out, Greg. The tougher you can be. You know, the, the, the pitch count goes up and things like that, and you give your guys a, a chance to see more pitches. Just battle. And Freddie again reaches out and gets a piece of it. Back to the screen it goes. Stays 2-2 two and two with one gone here in the bottom of the fourth. First hitter of the inning, left fielder Hayden Latham, retired on a 4-3 ground out. And Freddie Achikar in his second at-bat. Freddie hitting now over 200 on the year with that two-out double in the second inning. 2-2. Two, two. And again, foul back to the screen. Oh, these are fun at-bats. These are at-bats where you can actually hear the dugout. The energy excited. level picking up the, pitch the by pitch. Yeah, they yeah. want to win this battle. It's all about winning. And, and every pitch he fouls back, it's just you just hear that energy, and it's a lot of fun. Righty Zach Hansen making his ninth appearance of the year. Has a 2-2 to Freddie, and that's full count now. So Freddie stays in the at-bat. Full count with one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Hansen coming in two today with an ERA of 24.30, and hitters are batting 438 against him. That's in a decent amount of work, too. And Freddie rips that, but a one-hopper to the second baseman. Handles and fires to first. Once again, Argyle to Harper, and two are gone here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU 2 and Dixie State no score on the strength of a Mitch McIntyre. Two-run home run in the third. First home run of the year for Mitch. Into the bat for BYU is the number eight hitter. Third baseman, Austin Deming. Deming 0-for-1 with a swinging strikeout in the second. Yeah, great at-bat there by Freddie. Didn't win the battle, but... Uh... As Austin Deming laces one, that could be two to the left field corner, bounces to the wall. Austin makes his turn, and he will have a sliding double, a two-out double. The Cougars' second two-out double of the day. Yeah, nicely done there by Austin. You know, they struck him out with a high fastball, his last at-bat, and... He made the adjustment. They tried to go back to the high fastball, and what did he do? He jumped it and hit a uh, what, one or two hopper off the wall for the two-out double. So Deming at second, and the number nine hitter Brock Watkins comes to bat. He reached on a base on balls in the third and was brought home on the Mitch McIntyre two-run shot. So Brock officially zero for zero on the day with a run scored. Cougs have two runs scored on three hits. Dixie State no runs on one hit. At second base, Austin Deming. With a two-out double. 
Freddie Atchikar had a two-out double stranded in the second. And now a two-out double. See what the Kooks do with it here in the fourth with Watkins at the dish. And he will look at... I think they called oh, it Bach, they called they? That's yeah. put. Uh, that's going to put Deming at third now. So the first pitch offering from Hendricks and he, or Hansen, he still doesn't know exactly he what he... I don't think he paused. I don't think he paused. That's what it was. Didn't come set. So Dax Upton noting that and advancing Deming to third on the Bach. And that's the third Bach by opponent pitchers this year. BYU has three Bachs itself. So the 1-0 with two out. And the number and the third runner of the day, or the third run of the day is 90 feet away. A half offer, and that'll go to strike one. As Brock held back, but called strike. One and one, two gone, bottom four, and BYU with a two-run lead. Should be 0-1, right? Because of the Bach, right? Uh, that score pitch didn't run, count, right? Yeah, it didn't count, yeah. yeah. So 0-1. two gone. And again, holding back. This time it is ball one. So now it's one and one with two out. Brock Watkins has four hits scattered over his last four games. Scored the Cougars' first run ahead of Mitch McIntyre with a two-run home run. Mm, It's out in front and swinging for strike two. And that's three straight breaking balls. Four if you count the, the Bach. They're going heavy breaking ball to Brock. Got to see that ball up and just battle it right through the middle here. Don't try to pull it. Runner on third is Deming. The one-two count from Zach Hansen. Righty v. Righty. And that's out of the zone, away from Watkins for ball two. Mitch McIntyre, who has the two RBI in this game for BYU, is in the on-deck circle. Yeah, find a way right here. Find a way right here, Brock. Pleasant Grove's Brock Watkins waves the bat over his right shoulder, waits the 2-2 offering with two gone. Good. Stays good. in the at-bat, chops it foul to the BYU dugout. Yeah, good adjustment there. He swung and missed on the, on the breaking ball, and that time he's able to foul it off. All the games we've called this year here at home, we've seen Mike Littlewood in the third base box. Yep. He's coaching from the dugout today, as he did Saturday at yes, Omaha. Yes, he did, yeah, a little we'll change talk there. We'll a bit more about that as the game goes along. We have Trent Pratt at third and Brent Herring at first today. This is how it was for a lot of years when they were at Dixie together. Dancing off third, the chopper to third, handled by the third baseman, fire to first, and they get Watkins. Oh, no, pulled him off the bag, and the run will score. Austin Deming will score. The throw was there in time, but it pulled the first baseman off the bag. Taylor to Harper, and Harper pulled off the sack at first. The The umpire waiting and then saying he did get pulled off. They call him safe at first, and it's an RBI. A good, strong throw. Oh, he's definitely off the back. That's the right call. 100%. Joey Stegner got that call right. Coach Fatenauer is arguing it, but he actually got it right. So how will it be judged? Yeah, I mean, he can go and ask the home one plate umper if he saw something different. Hey, I have him off the back. Do you have that? And he can say, no, he was on. Or, yeah, I agree, because he definitely, definitely was off the back. He got the call right. So how do you score that then, Tuck? On that, it would be a, it would, you'd end up going an E. You want to go E E three on that E five or E five on E5 the throw because he has to come off the bag yeah. is what you would go to field it. Yep, got the call right. Okay. So the run comes in on the error 
It'll be judged a throwing error from the third baseman. It was a hot shot to third, handled it well, and gunned it in time, but had the first baseman going off the bag toward the left field side. The runner safe at first. So Watkins safe at first on the E5. Second error of the day for Dixie State. And the runner comes home Deming. So 3-0 BYU as Deming comes home from third. And now it's Watkins at first. Yeah, and that's what we talked about, right? If, if Deming was still a second base, right, he doesn't score on that. And so because he got to third base, he's able to score on that, on that error. It's an unearned run yep. here in the bottom of the fourth. 3-0 BYU. A throw back to first, and Watkins dives back safely ahead. So Deming's come home to score. A two-out double does come around to score. Two-out double, Bach, and throwing error. Yeah. It's a manufactured run here in the bottom of the fourth. The 1-0 delivery goes to 2-0 with two out. BYU 3, Dixie State no score. And it's top of the order, Mitch McIntyre with two balls and no strikes. Uh, do damage here. Get a pitch here. And be on time. Had a two-run home run on his last at-bat in the third. Hits now in the fourth. Two gone, a three-run lead. Catcher fires back to first as... Off the bag was Watkins, but he's back safely. That's 3-0, by the way. That throwback to first came after ball three. So three pitches, three balls from Zach Hansen. And so far, every pitcher to start an inning has gotten through the inning for both teams. A little bit of trouble here for Hansen, the fourth pitcher in four innings for Dixie State. 3-0 goes to... Calls it low. Ball four. Ball four. So, yep. Dax has a little bit of a delayed he does strike that. call, so it kind of fools us. You don't know, and because he's so tall, he always stands upright to then turn and call the strike. So right there he stood upright, and he thought maybe yeah, he thought called was a coming. strike. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely low. You look at that, and it's definitely low, but he fooled us on that one. So it's a ball. It's base on balls for Mitch McIntyre. So Mitch has reached safely in all three plate appearances. Walk, two-run home run, and walk. Yep. And now Cole, need, Cole needs to make it hurt right here. An, a big two-out hit here can blow this thing open. Cole 0 for 1 with the base on ball, stranded in the first. Two on for Cole, swinging cut there. It's strike one. I like that swing right there. He was trying to hit a three-run homer right there. Good aggressive swing. It'll be 0-1 with two gone. All this developing with two outs. Two out double, a balk, an E5, and a walk. Gives us first and second with two out here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU's pushed one across to lead 3-0. And Hansen goes 0-2 on the take from Gamble. Good pitch right there. Inner half. And now you get to a two-strike, which I really like Cole Gamble's two-strike approach, Greg. He shortens up, and he usually puts the ball in play right back up the middle or to the opposite field. The 0-2 with two gone. We're at the bottom of the four, 3-0. Cougs lead Dixie State. And Cole takes for ball one. Good speed on the bases. They have, it, they have him shifted. In. Center fielder's playing on the right field side of second base. So bigger hole there in left center and right down the left field line. They're playing the pull from Gamble. Lefty hitter Cole against righty thrower Zach Hansen. And that's oh, boy. ripped foul off the facing of the Dixie State dugout. Bounds back into the vicinity of Coach Brent Herring. He'll fire it back to the BYU dugout. Cole Gamble facing a 1-2 now. Cole had that three-run shot in at, down at Dixie. 
two men on for Cole here in the bottom of the fourth. And that is ripped, but too much under it. It'll be right fielder's ball, and Alm stays almost where he is. Handles the fly ball in right field, and the siders retired. So we are through four complete. BYU gets a run on a hit. There was an error. There was also a balk. And there was two men or two runners left on. We're through four complete. BYU three, Dixie State no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, welcome back to Miller Park here in Provo. It's BYU and Dixie State. We are through four complete innings. And uh, Dixie's run tally through four innings this year is uh, a little troubling for the Trailblazers. Uh, they've been outscored 167 to 73, so they've been outscored by almost 100 runs in the first four innings of their games this year. That yeah, makes it tough. It means like you're, you're always playing catch-up, right? We go to the top of the fifth with another PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Five innings, and so a fifth pitcher for BYU. Tyson Heaton, right-hander on the hill. And he'll face the left fielder, number seven hitter, but leading off the fifth, number eight, Chase Rodriguez. Rodriguez Cade in the second. Swinging strikeout for Rodriguez. First batter in the top of the fifth. BYU three and Dixie State no score. And that was a big strikeout because Cy Nielsen struck him out with a runner on third and only one out. So they had a chance to take a one nothing lead and Cy was able to pitch out of it. So Tyson, the fifth BYU pitcher, and the four preceding him have combined for five strikeouts. And each pitcher's gone an inning. Jack Sterner, a hitless first. Callahan, a hitless second. Nielsen, a hitless third. One hit in the fourth against McKay Johnson. No runs across, and now we are in the fifth, and that's laced into foul territory down the first baseline. It'll go to two and one. Three pitches delivered so far from Tyson Heaton here in this at-bat. Tyson making his 10th appearance of the year. His ERA is sub-4. His record on the year is 0-1. He's pitched 13 and two-thirds coming in two today, and that's fouled down the third base side now. So two and two to Chase Rodriguez. Well, Tyson, I think, pitched three scoreless, three to four scoreless against these guys in March. Did a really good job for us. Three scoreless with three strikeouts down in St. George. Through 36 pitches in those three innings. And that's in the air and hopping just in front of the right fielder. So jumped in front of the right fielder, Gamble. He'll throw back into Pintar, keep the runner at first. So a sharp single to right. Just got down pretty quickly and bounced in front of Gamble for a leadoff single here in the top of the fifth. Yeah, and you can tell Cole thought about, should I dive? Ah, nah, one out. I got to be smart here and just keep it to a single. So kept it in play, kept it in front of him after a slight bobble. Cole Fielding's position almost perfectly out there in right field. One error on the season, but many more assists. He's, he's, yeah. he's gunned out some guys in style this year. He really has. And Josh is going to call timeout and go talk to Tyson because he's missing high right now. Everything is high, 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 trying to get him locked back in. You know, you have a 3 nothing lead right now, and you just need your re- all your pitchers that come in here just to, is to pound the zone and make Dixie beat you. So high for ball one. 1-0 one oh for the number eight hitter, Matthew Ivansich. Ivansich accounted for a throwing error that was 
He walked his last time up, didn't he? He did. Ended up uh, getting to third on a passed ball, but was stranded there. 1-0 to 1-1. One one. Back to Cole Gamble. In fact, it was just a week ago tonight, Cole ended the game against Utah. Yeah, he, man, what a throw, right? How many assists does he have? Do you have that stat? I think he has four on the year. Yeah. Double-check that, but I think the number is four for Cole Gamble from right it field. It feels like 20 because they've all been huge. That was actually a sixth. Oh, wow. Six, six assists. That's, that's pretty impressive. It's definitely a weapon that you can use, that arm that he has. Ball two, two and one. Yeah, Jalen McLaughlin was trying to get to third, keep Utah's hopes alive in the ninth, and Cole had other ideas. And in the words of Tuckett Slade at that play, you don't run on Cole Gamble. You don't. You don't. Especially in that situation. That was the most baffling part. When he took off to head to third, I was like, what is he doing? You can't make the third out at third to end the game. You just can't do that. I mean, they teach that in Little League, right? But he thought he was fast enough, and, boy, that was an absolute strike. Ivan just fouls off for strike two. So two and two with none out and one on. The runner at first is Chase Rodriguez here in the top of the fifth. BYU three, Dixie State no score. A 2-2 from Tyson Heaton. That's low for ball three. I asked Joshua Cowden after the game. He came up for the post-game interview. I said, from your perspective, what were you thinking when you know Cole Campbell came up with the ball? He's like, he was out. He's out. He's going to be out. He's yeah. wasn't even thinking about it. Like, yeah. never second thought about it. Exactly. Come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. Full count. Runner takes off and fouled back to the screen. So Ivancic stays alive. The shortstop for Dixie State. Trailblazers coming in with a 6-13 and 13 away record. BYU has a losing record on the year, but at home they're 500. They're 4-4 four four team at home. So when you play eight games at home and 23 yeah. away, yeah. things get skewed. That's high with the runner taken off, and there'll be a walk. So full count walk, and now the Trailblazers have something going here, and no one out. So just like that, Tyson Heaton has given up a single and a walk, and it's two on and none out. And again, to this point, every pitcher to start an inning has ended an inning for both teams. Two runners on and no one yet retired. So base on balls for Ivancic. And for Dixie State, that's the third base on ball. So three walks by BYU pitchers to go along with five Ks from the Cougars on the hill. Well, Dixie's got themselves going after the single and walk. Landon Levine, the right fielder. The number nine hitter, jersey number 16, goes righty v. righty here in the top of the fifth. Tyson kicks and fires, and again, you said he was losing. Yeah. He was missing high, yeah, and that's high. high. Everything is high. He's got to be able to stride out a little bit further as Coach Bradshaw is going to take a mound visit here, settle him down. So pitching coach and catcher will convene with Tyson Heaton. Tyson's issued just his third walk. He's in his 14th inning of work and just three walks on the year for Tyson, including that one to Ivancic moments ago. Yeah, he usually pounds the zone. That's, that's what he does. You can you can count on Tyson to throw strikes. Sometimes he throws too many strikes. But a 6-1 to one strikeout to walk ratio for Tyson yeah. on the year. In his 13 and two-thirds coming into today, and he's yet to make it 14 complete innings because he's still working on the first out here in the fifth. 
So no one out and two men are on for the visitors from St. George. Dixie State Trailblazers out of the whack. Playing their first year in Division I. And they'll have runners at first and second with a 1-0 count. Coming to Landon Levine. At second is Rodriguez. At first is Ivancic. BYU leading at 3-0. Two-run home run in the third. And then a runner scoring on a throwing error in the fourth. Heaton glances back at second base. Kicks and fires plateward. A square and a strike. Yeah, good spot there. I figured they would try to to bunt Landon, but... Uh, Bunted his last time. Yeah, but uh, the first strike, he didn't even square, so... See what he does here. The sacrifice bunt advanced Ivancic in the third. He then went to third on a pass ball and was left there. 1-1. Square again. A pullback and a long wait and nothing, so it's ball two and strike one to Landon Levine, the number nine hitter for the Trailblazers. Just missed down right there. That's a big. That's a big miss, because if he's a he's an inch higher there, that's it's a one-two count. They probably take the bunt off. Let him bunt it and just play catch and get your out. Two and one the count. Again the square laid down. Third baseman will charge, handle, fire, and ooh, the the ball may have hit the runner in the head. The throw back to home, and the home plate umpire's left the home plate, and he's judging. Is it interference at it's first? Interference, yeah. Interference. So we're going to back this thing up. The bunt's handled by the charging third baseman Deming. He fires to first. He was inside the baseline, and you have to be on the outside of the baseline when you're running on the foul territory side. That's why there's that box there. But because Landon's running on the inside of it, and there's contact, right? He's deeming him that he's interfered with, so both runners have to go back, and the batter is out. Right, so the ball yeah. hits the batter. It appeared like it hit him almost in the head on the yeah. throw to first. He'll be called out on runner interference, and the runner at third who was coming home, he'll go back. Correct. Because the home plate umpire by that point said, I don't care what happened, what's happening at home. I'm going to charge this to an out at first. And so it'll go back to second base and first oh, base. Oh, clear as day. Yeah, clear as day. He's, he's on the inside. He hits the front corner on the fair territory side. It's a great call. It's 100% interference. He got it right. So runners back to where they were, yep. which is Rodriguez at second, Ivan Sitch at first, and the batter is called out on batter slash runner interference. That's yep. Levine. And so on that play, Rodriguez was coming around all the way to score as the ball bounded away. Well, a the crazy b- thing is, is Pintar actually threw him out at the plate. If yeah, they would have gotten yeah, him. They, they would have gotten, gotten him. Yeah, yeah. they would have. So. That's right, too. He did come around, but yet the, the umpire had left. He wasn't going to make a call on it, but the, the throw was in time as Tyson Heaton's going to be replaced. We'll take a brief break for a pitching change. We'll come back to Miller Park with BYU leading at 3 nothing, and now one out in the top of the first on the uh, batter-runner interference call at first base. We'll come back and reset for you. BYU 3, Dixie State no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We're in the top of the fifth in time for a PZ printing change. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like printing for the first time today. The pitcher that began the inning didn't get out of the inning. That was Tyson Heaton here in the fifth. One out, retired, and they're going to bring in Cooper McKeon. So a left-hander out of the pen for Coach Mike Littlewood. 
And McKeon will face the leadoff hitter in the order, but the fourth hitter of this inning, Shane Taylor. Taylor struck out in both plate appearances, 0 for 2, caught looking in the first and swinging in the third. He hits now in the fifth with his team down 3 nothing and a runner on first, a runner on second, and one out. And the first pitch from Cooper McKeon is called for ball one. bit more tucked about uh, Mike Littlewood going to the dugout uh, to coach. He's been a third base coach most of this season but decided to go from the dugout on Saturday. Maybe when BYU's hitting in the next inning, we could talk more about the reasons for that and yeah, we'll get what he gets that. out of it. Lefty McKeon glancing back at second. And that's two, uh, well, delayed call, but strike one. So one and one from Cooper McKeon. Coop today. Making his 13th appearance. No decisions on his record. Averaging better than strikeout per inning pitched. He's gone 10 and a third. And it's a lot about run-run per inning as well. And that's lifted to right field. It's going to get down and short right. So a bloop will load the bases here with one out. Execute a pitch right there by Coop. Jam shot just over Pintar's glove. And they're now loaded up. So the runner at second stays at third on the play. That's Rodriguez advancing to second is Ivancic. And on the bloop single to short right, Shane Taylor is aboard with his first hit of the day. So bases loaded and one out. Cougars will look for the double play ball. With Jake Engel at the dish. Flight out to right in the first. Struck out swinging in the third. They're looking to minimize this to just possibly just one run or get out of it. Jam with the double play ball right here. Jake Engel hitting 290 on the year. 261 with runners in scoring position. That's a swing and a miss from the big swinging Jake Engel. Well, and and you talked about, you know, Coop's stats a little bit. If you really just take away the first eight games that we played this year, his stats are really good. He just struggled that first uh, two series that we had. And then since then, he's really locked in and been really good for us. Jake Engel, third on this team in RBI, three homers on the year. As he sees that pitch come inside off Great strike one. Cowden. So, yep, Cowden had to pop out of the crouch to make sure that wouldn't go back to the backstop. So one and one with one gone here in the top of the fifth, and Dixie State threatening for the first time today, truly. No runs, three hits. BYU three runs, four hits. Three nothing the score. Runners in scoring position. The sacks are stacked for Jake Engel. The 1-1 from Cooper McKeon. The southpaw sets and fires, and that's outside edge. Caught the edge yes. for strike two. Got the benefit there. That's a huge, huge pitch right there to be 1-2 now. Now you can go to what you like. He has a really good, sharp curveball, and that fastball running away right here. Look for your strikeout or your double play ball right here. A rueful smile from Jake Engel in the batter's box on that called strike two. One and two, one gone, top five, and BYU is a three-run lead. Bases loaded situation. Coop kicks and fires, and that's high and inside. That'll be ball two. Two and two now. A 95 right there. He was letting it eat. They still go to your best stuff right here. A lot of confidence in him right here. Cooper McKeon, BYU's sixth pitcher of the day. We're in the fifth inning. The 2-2 forthcoming from the lefty McKeon. Bends at the waist, looks in, gets back to set. Wind up and fire, and that's outside for a full count. Three and two, one out, and bases loaded. 
Go right him out here, right at him here. Had the leadoff single, then the walk, then the interference play, and then the bloop single. That's where we're at right here. Big pitch right here. And that's hit to center. McIntyre goes back. Runner will tag. Two out. Runner at second will tag as well. So first and third and the first run across on the sacrifice fly by Jake Engel. So Engel does his job, drives it to center. Mitch McIntyre handles for out number two. But the Trailblazers make it 3-1 to one here in the top of the fifth. Yeah, and you attack him. Fastball low there. He was able to just get enough of it to center. And two runners able to tag in advance. So Still. Chase Rodriguez scoring. Ivancich going to third. And now it's corners with two out here in the top of the fifth. The Cougars shutout bend ends in the fifth. 3-1 our score. Lane Pritchard, center fielder. 0-for-1 with a ground out in the fourth inning. His first at-bat was a base on balls. In the first, he was left stranded. And ball one from Cooper McKeon. Left-on-left matchup. This is where Coop is really good. Find a way to minimize this just to the one run. The 1-0. That's strike one. Piped in from Coop. Two out and two on. The runners are at the corners. Ivan Sitch at third and Taylor at first. And it's a 1-1 count with two gone to Lane Pritchard. Pritchard two for four with two RBI in the St. George meeting between these two teams. Foul back to the screen. So if uh, Cooper to come with a wipeout pitch here, what would you call it? Yeah, he goes to that wipeout curveball right here, down and away. This is the, That's the pitch he likes left on left. Gets a lot of swing and misses from it. One and two count, two outs. So Cooks can get out of the uh, half inning with just one run across. Keep a lead to the bottom of the fifth. Big pitch right here. One ball, two strikes, two out, and time is called. Yeah, just trying to get on the same page here. Pritchard calls time. Coop was taking his time, just deep breath, trying to get on the same page with Cowden as far as what pitch he wanted to go to. Two singles in the inning for, for Dixie State. They have three singles on the day for their three hits. And a step off from Coop. That's his warning right there, his 20-second warning. So the next time he takes longer than that, it'll be a ball. Cooper McKeon out of Matthews, North Carolina, delivers outside on a 1-2 count. Count even now. 2-2 two two with two out here in the top of the fifth inning. Dixie State's gotten his first run of the game here in the top of the fifth. The score now 3-1. Cooks three runs, four hits. Dixie one run on three hits. Well, two strikes sometimes... Uh, You'll see teams try to do a two-out play here with first and third, and you'll see the guy try to steal and see if they can steal a run on the throw. Ivancic 90 feet away. Yeah, the inning is over. Pitch. Will not matter. Swinging strikeout. Lane Pritchard goes down on strikes. The Cougs are out of the half inning with one run across. So for Dixie State, one run, two hits. There were no errors. There were two runners left on. Through four and a half, it is BYU 3 and Dixie State 1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so we're back at Miller Park here in Provo, Utah. BYU and Dixie State. BYU with a 3-1 lead. 
And a pitching change for the Trailblazers. Drew Dambra went to the game. Left-hander on the hill for the Trailblazers. Dambra making his sixth appearance of the year. His ERA is sitting at 27. He's gone just three and a third, but in those three and a third, he's given up 12 runs on 10 hits. Of the 12 runs, 10 have been earned. And uh, batters against Drew Dambra this year, granted it's only three and a third, but 526 wow. is the batting average. Yeah, like you said, not, not a ton of innings there, yeah. so it's skewed a little bit. Small sample size, but we'll see if the Kooks can touch Dambra here in the bottom of the fifth. 3-1 Kooks. Leading off the inning is Andrew Pintar. Pintar singled in the first. Was retired on a double play and reached on an E6 in the third and stranded at third after Mitch McIntyre cleared the bases with a two-run shot. 3-1, BYU leading it. Pintar lifts that one foul. And into the first couple of rows of stands. Got to make that play, Bounces Greg. off the hands. Gotta That's the catch that you got to make, right? Got to make that play. Have a chance for a souvenir and didn't make the play. All collected on the ricochet, but, <laughs> you know. So ball one and strike one with Penny in the box. Righty hitter, lefty thrower. The southpaw Dambra, and that's hanging up just enough. Hit in the air to center field. It'll be one out. Thought there might be a chance of it dropping, but no. It was plenty of air beneath it as the center fielder Pritchard ran up to record out number one here in the bottom of the fifth. So Pintar flies out to center, and Joshua Cowden comes to the plate. Double play, 4-6-3 for Josh in the first, and a fly out to center in the third. And the center fielders recorded uh, four outs through four and change here today. Going to work today. Lefty hitter Cowden. Cowden's average uh, dipping to near 200, 209 right now. But again, tied for BYU's RBI lead. Second in runs scored and bases on balls. And has been hitting pretty consistently. Has hits in eight of his last 11 games. 2-0 from Dambra. Drew Dambra, jersey number 30 on the road grays for the Trailblazers. Blue caps, red bills today. 2-0. That's fouled back to the backstop. Two balls, one strike, one gone. Bottom five. Well, and Cowden's... You know, 110 at-bats on the year now, which he didn't have a ton of at-bats last year, Greg, in our sh- in our shortened season. So this is his first real season playing Division I baseball. The 2-1 count to Cowden. That's off the fists. A pop-up to third base in fa- foul territory right in front of Trent Pratt. Making the catch is third baseman, Shane Taylor. Now, normally that's where we see Mike Littlewood. Yeah. And as we talked earlier, he's not in the third base box today. That's Trent Pratt, Brent Herring over at first. A little bit more about why Mike's chosen to go to the dugout. Yeah, and, and coach, coach had done it a ton when he was at Dixie. That's basically where he coached out of is the dugout at Dixie. But since he's been at BYU, he's been more at third base. Um, just decided to, you know, hey, let's change something up a little bit, give players a different look, and maybe I can get in the dugout and create a little bit of, uh, you know, energy slash, you know, talk to the hitters before they go on deck. 
and, and see if we can maybe spark this offense a little bit because, you know, going into how many games played now, 30-something, 31 games? He's 32nd 30, game. 32nd game. The offense just hasn't been consistent. Cooper Vest steps in. BYU hitting on the year, 213. Opponents, 242 coming into today. Yeah, and even in our worst year, 2018, we still batted, you know, high 270s. So it's a, it's been a struggle yeah. offensively. But we have a, real, a ton of young hitters that's our first year in Division One baseball. And so it's one of those deals where you have to kind of get by that. And even our junior college kids, you look and say, hey, oh, hey, they're, ju- they're a junior or they're a senior. Where the junior college kids, especially like a Hayden Latham was on deck, he only got 14 games last year. Whatever we is, we played 16 or I can't remember. I, I forget how short that season was. And so he just hasn't had a ton of at-bats. And so you're really trying to just get that experience and get better. It was 16 games last year after a half-swing strike. That's a ball ripped inside the first baseman down the right field line. It'll be held to a single, Will Cooper Vest, but Cooper Vest reaches with a two-out single to right. And isn't it funny how baseball is? You know, he, he, he flies out to the track his last up, his last time up with a chance for some RBIs, and then he gets the two-out hit this inning. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, it's so frustrating, this game sometimes. Same thing with Deming, right? Deming strikes out with the runner in scoring position his first time. His next time up, he hits a two-out double. Yeah. It's just, that's kind of been the story of our offense is, we're really good hitting with nobody on. Not so great when runners are on. It's about timeliness. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah. is. It's all about the timing. So two-out double in the second, two-out double in the fourth, two-out single here in the fifth. Now that two-out double in the fourth did come around to score on that throwing error. As strike one is thrown to Hayden Latham, today's left fielder. Fly out to center in the second and a 4-3 ground out in the fourth for Hayden. He's 0 for 2. BYU. Leading by two with two out here in the bottom of the fifth. 3-1 our score. Cougs have their fifth hit of the day on that sharp single to right from Cooper Vest. Coops now one for three today. Drew Dambra gets Latham pop up to the second baseman. Just off the dirt in short right field. And that's three out here in the bottom of the fifth. We are through five complete BYU run run. Rather... No runs on one hit. There were no errors, and one runner was left on. Through five innings, BYU 3, Dixie State 1 is our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print for BYU. Next on the hill is Drew Zimmerman. So Zimmerman, BYU's... Seventh pitcher of the day, and this is the sixth inning of a game. BYU leads 3-1 to one over Dixie State. BYU baseball brought to you in part by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. And the BYU baseball team will be on the road to Spokane tomorrow for games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Gonzaga. Back in league playing. Pretty crucial series if the Cougs want to hang in the chase. Zim, the right-hander, delivers ball one to the first hitter here in the sixth. The catcher, Caden Hollow. Caden Hollow popped up to second in the first and flew out to left in the fourth. He's 0 for 2. 1-0. That's fouled back for strike one. BYU three runs on five hits, no errors. And Dixie State one run on three hits, two errors. And Dixie State, by the way, when they commit two or more errors, they are 1-9 and nine on the year. I would hate to hear that stat on our end. 
<laughs> we'll just uh, we'll leave it at the fact that yeah. there are no errors yeah, right now correct. in the E column for BYU, and let's just keep it that way for yeah. another when, four when more innings. When we play a clean game, that's it. we win the game. That's yeah. just what it is, you know? I love and I hate this game, Greg. <laughs> the 2-1 goes to ball three on the cleanup hitter, but leadoff hitter in this inning, Caden Hollow. Three balls, one strike. First hitter in the bottom of the fifth as the shadows begin to creep across the diamond. This well-manicured and kept for artificial turf surface here at Miller Park. Capacity 2,200, and we're limiting it to about 500 fans during pandemic protocols. Dimensions here at Miller, 347 and left, 380 left center, 402 straight away, 388 in right center, and 343 at the right field foul pole. And that's a five. Oh, nope. Again, the second time today. Oh a Dixie goodness. State batter has tossed the bat as if he's walking to first, and the home plate umpire says, not so fast, my friend. That's full count. Well, and that's the catcher hollow, so he's like, hey, I know where the zone is, but it looked good from here. I haven't seen a replay yet, but it looked good here, and that's not what you want to do to the umpire. That's for sure. That's the second time it's happened. We'll see what that turns out to be on a full count offering with none out here in the top of the sixth inning. BYU 3, Dixie State 1. Drew Zimmerman. The wind up and fire, and that's lofted in the air, but into foul territory and into. Oh, and it's a drop can't, can't by the pitcher the in the bullpen. The Come on, make the play. It's one thing when a barehanded fan yeah, bobbles exactly, it, but when you've but got a guy with a glove on his hand, watching it into his glove. You just keep showing the fact that pitchers are not athletes, <laughs> you know? Don't, 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 don't help the cause there. Make a play. So that's an EBP for uh, <laughs> Dixie State there. Full count. Now it's ripped the other way, and again, foul. And doesn't get to the BYU bullpen for them to have a shot at making a play. Just shy of the bullpen on the BYU side. Well, Caden's our guy. You got a benefit of a call on 3-1 to get it back to 3-2. Now you've thrown a couple foul balls and a rose in, but you got to find a way to, to make them earn every base runner. 366 hitter on the year is Caden Hollow. Leads the team in batting average, slugging percentage, hits, and he rips that one to the gap in right center, and Mitch McIntyre ranging uh, over to make the play. Speed kills. No trouble. No trouble. Uh, Off the bat, you're thinking it could be no, no. Mitch just saunters over for him at least and makes the grab. So out number one in inning number six. We'll bring to the plate Tanner Harper, the first baseman. So Mitch McIntyre records the out in center field. Second out recorded by Mitch in center today. That's strike one. Couldn't check his swing there. Umpire calls it. Came through. Strikeout for Harper in the second and singled in the fourth. Was stranded there. It was a two-out single in the fourth for Tanner Harper. Uh, Joey Stegner at first called the uh, timeout because there was a ball from the bullpen that got on the field, but uh, they got it back and ready to go now. The 0-1 from Zim. Outside for ball one. One ball, run strike from the seventh pitcher today, Drew Zimmerman, making his ninth appearance. And he's into his ninth inning of work. Now his tenth officially. He came into today at eight and two-thirds. Got the first out here in the sixth, so we'll give him nine complete innings of work. Seven strikeouts and six hits. Seven bases on balls in those nine innings for Zim. Right-hander Zimmerman on a 2-1 count. 
Evens the count at two with one out here in the top of the sixth. BYU three and Dixie State one. 2-2. Two, two. See, see him trust to go to the slider here. He's, his strikeout pitch is the slider to right-handers. The righty hitter, Harper. Waves the bat over his right shoulder and offers. Cuts it foul over the canopy down the first baseline. Stays 2-2. Two and two. Mentioned the Gonzaga trip, Tuck. And the three-game series to a league leader, and you're only two games back of that team in the loss column. Yeah, got a chance. Out in front of it and chopped foul to the BYU dugout facing by Harper. You go win that series or even have a chance to maybe sweep, and all of a sudden it's real right yeah. back in it. Now the Zags have played three more games than BYU, but you know only two losses back. You almost have to think of sweep in this case, but it, it does put you back in the mix. Yep. Don't want Gonzaga to run away and hide it all here, and the way he gets a chance to be spoken for. 2-2, and yeah, a punch out. Yeah, I was about to say, it looked good from here. Yeah, but it was a, kind of a bit of a delay on the call, and yeah. then a little, and a nice emphatic punch by Dax Upton, so the home plate umpire making the call, the call third strike. It's a backwards K for Tanner Harper, and the Cougs have two gone here in the top of the sixth, and for BYU pitchers, that's now seven strikeouts on the day. Yeah, good slider right there. Fooled him, good pitch. Did you say seven strikeouts now? Yep. Five strikeouts coming in the uh, top five hitters of the Dixie State lineup. So two gone here and 1-0 now to Tanner Argyle. So back-to-back Tanners for Dixie State here in the sixth. Inside the ball two from Drew Zimmerman. Speaking of back-to-back, Tanner Argyle has been retired. Pitcher to first baseman in back-to-back at-bats, second and fourth. Hits now in the sixth. Hits it in the air to left field, Come shielding his eyes is Hayden Latham. He'll Good walk job. in and make the catch. So, three gone, three up, three down here in the sixth inning. We're through five and a half. For Dixie State, no runs, no hits, there were no errors, and no one was left on. BYU three, Dixie State one, heading to the bottom of the sixth. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. BYU leading Dixie State by a score of 3-1. to one. And a new pitcher is on the hill for the Trailblazers. Ethan Folks making his ninth appearance. No decisions on his record. He's into his tenth inning of work in nine innings pitched. He's allowed 11 hits and 14 runs. His ERA is at 12. As both teams treating this as a staff day. The typical starter rotation will go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday in most leagues. Then Tuesday, the midweek games, you cobble together a rotation. And both teams using a lot of guys here today. That's 45 facing 45 as Freddie Achikar lofts it to right field and cut on the track. By Levine. Landon Levine makes the long out catch by Freddie Achikar to lead off the bottom of the sixth for BYU. Yeah, and most days that actually turns into a home run because our wind likes to blow that way, but that uh, that flag isn't moving at all right now. Yesterday it would have been way out of here. Trailblazers using their sixth pitcher through six innings. BYU's used seven through six. Folks, the right-hander. Pipes went in with a 91-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, the first strike guy one. They've seen, we've seen today that's throwing 90-plus for Dixie. Nice to see a little velocity. 
Austin Deming is the batter. And that's ball one. So one and one to Deming. The fly out to right for Freddie Achikar to lead off the bottom of the sixth for BYU. The Cougs will lead through six. Question is the margin. Right now it's two. Three to one the score. Folks induces a chopper. Two hopper to third base. Handled cleanly by Taylor. The fire to Harper and two gone are here in the bottom of the sixth. Shane Taylor, today's third baseman for Dixie State. With a good throw to Tanner Harper to catch Austin Deming. And two gone are quickly here in the bottom of the sixth inning. BYU three, Dixie State one. 3-1 on five hits for the Cougs and three for the Trailblazers. The only errors in this game committed by the visitors from St. George. Number nine hitter, Brock Watkins, digs in. That's lifted foul down the first baseline. It'll get out of play. Brock today with a base on balls and came across the plate on a two-run shot from Mitch McIntyre in the third, and he reached on an E5 in the fourth. He hits now in the sixth. Yeah, so far, a big E5 in the game. Reason that's two-run lead instead of one. Again, fouled back. Quickly 0-2 on Brock. So fly out and ground out here for BYU in the bottom of the sixth. And Brock Watkins is behind the sixth pitcher of the day for Dixie State, Ethan Folks. The 0-2. The two out. Didn't get the... Oh, yes, look at that. Yeah. You wait, you wait, and if you wait long enough, he will give you the punch out. That's a good pitch. <laughs> I thought, thought it was a good pitch, and then I saw nothing for like a second and a half, and then Dax Upton goes with the delayed strikeout call. But it is three up and three down for BYU. The punch out from Folks. We are through. Six complete. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. BYU 3, Dixie State 1, heading to the seventh on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.